Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And the vibes start now. The The vibes are really high around here. Uh, CJ Stroud, he's making the national rounds yesterday. He was on with Pat McAfee. Uh, he was talking about the vibes. D'Amico Ryans, he's got the right vibe. He's got a little hardo attitude in front of him. Uh, he is not. He is not reminiscing. The reminiscing phase is over. D'Amico Ryans is focused. Let's hear from the quarterback first. Here's C.J. Stroud on the vibes. I love D'Amico, man. He's a great coach. I think Nick has done a great job as well. Our ownership has. Just the city of Houston, like you said, man. Like, I don't know about what happened in the past, but I know now, like, just the buzz in the city just feels great, you know? Um, just feels like it, it, how it's supposed to be. Hell yeah. And now all eyes, of course, are on the injury report, uh, the yeah. weapons. You're going to need – you're going to need – some weapons you're going to need either Robert Woods you're going to need Noah Brown you're going to need more than you had against the Indianapolis Colts because the the reality is and you heard D'Amico talk about it yesterday uh, the performance against the Colts is not going to be good enough to beat the Browns it's just it's just not they have a much better secondary Uh, they have one of the one of the most underrated if if not one of the best corners in the NFL they have some of some other underrated guys so the weaponry, I think, is is what we need to focus on. Step one of that will be today when we get the uh, when we get the injury report. But but there does seem there does seem to be a decent buzz. There's also some people uh, complaining about ticket prices and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but, but there is there is a buzz. There's a huge buzz. And actually, last night, you know, uh, I I got to go to it's the all kind of expensive to, to the national championship game last yeah, night. No, that's not, yeah, that's kind of high. And and I actually kind of be like taxing folks. <laughs> I actually You're being kind honest of, kind of felt. Go to Ticketmaster, though, if you want to check them out. But, my God, <laughs> might have to get out a damn loan. Um, damn, I, didn't know, I didn't know this was – I didn't know it was there yet. Yeah. No, but – but so, last night I was at the game, the the, the vibe, the energy – It's on $200 nosebleeds. It took us – took me to a place like this can happen Saturday. Like, like it was it was rocking last night. Like, rocking, rocking. And it made me feel like, all right, you know, kind of brace yourself – because this is the kind of noise and atmosphere that's going to happen. Look, the tickets are high, but uh, I think it's going to be higher than Snoop Dogg. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, electric in there. I think it's going to be electric in there. Yeah, I hope so. I I, I do hope so. Uh, it, it's going to be. I, I I anticipate a sellout. These are, in all seriousness, these are memories. Like this is where you start memories. There, there's. I mean, just just. Put yourself in the shoes of someone who's in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. That they can always go back in time and remember, mm-hmm. you know, that playoff game, that that game day experience, what it was like. And and I do think that this is a situation where 
it, it is the start of something special. So, so I do think if you if you are going to this game and you're going to this playoff game and you're getting to see C.J. Stroud and you get to see D'Amico Ryans, uh, I do think this is one of those. I don't think there are too many things better in sports uh, than you know just just a, a, a good live game day experience, especially when the house is rocking, when everybody's on the same page. There are few things better than that. And the better, the the one thing that is better is Might I, lose your arm and leg, but <laughs> it's not. I just looked at some more prizes. It's not too bad. Well, for you, <laughs> I, mean, I saw your seats last night. Those Jesus, nice, man, yeah. those are nice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> those are nice. I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> here's the best part of all. It's going to be a home crowd, man. Like, like, like you can't overstate that. Uh, there's going to be some Browns fans. They're going to travel. They're going to buy some tickets on the secondary market. But this is not the days of the. Oh my gosh, there's so many fill in the blank Chiefs. Bills, Browns, whatever fans here, more more so than th- those are over. This is going to be a Texans crowd. That's that's what's going to be exciting. John McClain going to join us uh, in the eleven o'clock hour as he does every Tuesday. Playoffs, uh, they are upon us. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. If you want to get in, I want to ask John Lopez a question. Are, are you over like your? Are, are you looking ahead yet, or do we do we need, do we want to talk about the past, or do we want to look ahead? Are we looking? Are you D'Amico? Or are you just looking back? Are you are you are you D'Amico and me? You want to come over here and hang out with us and look ahead, or do you want to sit there and reminisce? All right, just to be clear again, because uh, I said it about three or four times. Just yesterday. join me and D'Amico. Come on, there's plenty of there's plenty of room. Come on, let's look ahead. I said it about three or four times yesterday. I understood what you were saying, but I wanted to revel in that moment that we haven't experienced in a long time. Setting that but aside, you're ready. Setting that aside, you're ready. Setting that aside. Today is Wednesday. In essence, for in terms of the Texans, so you're damn right I am. I mean, okay. when, Wednesday is when you go balls to the so wall. So he's here, straight forward. He's here. He's here. It's Show time, me that game face. It's time to show me that game I, face. I, I don't know if I have a game face. <laughs> <laughs> what is your game face? Show me your game face. Oh, hardo. <laughs> Speaking of hardos, good lord. Oh God. I hope you saw that on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you saw. Oh God! Do Look, the thick neck. I, hold I, the shoulder pads. No, yeah. do, do the thick neck. You know, put your head back like this. I don't smile a lot because ain't nothing pretty. Yeah. Hold, yeah. The sh- hold the shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, I thought it was really, really cool hearing uh, Hardo D'Amico yesterday. It was. And, and, and we'll we'll hear uh, from Hardo D'Amico. Uh, in the noon hour, I, it is he is focused, man. That that is a that is a day to day type of thing. And, and I'm really starting to if, if we talk about like chips on shoulder and we talk about um, you know C.J. Stroud had a chip on his shoulder because they were questioning him about the S two test and Michael Jordan didn't make his high school team, which I mean he just didn't make varsity as a freshman. But <laughs> don't let don't let facts get in the way of a story. And Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round and all these like long term things of motivation that usually go back in time. D'Amico Ryan's has to go back three weeks to remember. The Cleveland Browns offense putting their foot in the D'Amico Ryan's defense's butt and whooping them up and down the field. If that doesn't, if that doesn't, and I don't even I don't think D'Amico needs like extra motivation, but that Texans defense, they've got to be motivated because they basically have a visual of not losing. 
getting embarrassed and smacked around. They made Joe Flacco look better than he ever has. That was that was an embarrassing performance. And the crazy thing about it for me, J-Lo, is I think it's going to end up being a blessing in disguise. Because at the time, when we look back at it, it was, damn, man, there's no chance at the division now. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, hopefully CJ can get back and they can get into the playoffs. Well, they didn't, on the other side of things, they didn't even get a look at CJ. Mm-hmm. You ended up winning the division to where they got to come back to your place. So it's crazy. You talk about blessings in disguise and and all that. That right there is a blessing in disguise. And the way in which Cleveland roughed up D'Amico's defense, it's got to be extra motivation for a guy that I don't even think needs it. No, he doesn't need it. I mean, he's been the same way all year long. Uh, The extra motivation for me is that secondary got – Torched. Torched. Oh, dissected like, like a, dissected the, like a you, science project. I looked it up this morning. The Texans only gave up like 34 yards rushing to the, the, the top two backs. Like, they, they they held them rushing. Yeah. They got split in pieces yes. in the secondary. Yes. That alone, after what, uh, you know, has happened and, and Gardner Minshew had some success, et cetera, uh, that alone right there is the extra mo- – I think I, – I actually disagree in, in that one place. I don't think D'Amico needs any extra motivation. But he's going to use it in that secondary. He needs to. He's going to use it. And he, he needs, needs to. to. Yes. And he also said that's not what we do when asked about how they uh, guard Amari Cooper. Well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. I'm loving up on D'Amico right now. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might have to change what we do if that's going to be the case, me amigo. Another thing that made me really proud of D'Amico Ryans, and I've been proud of D'Amico Ryans for a long time around here for different reasons. I, I That was the coach I wanted. I wouldn't trade D'Amico Ryans for anyone. I think he is the man. I think D'Amico Ryans is the face of this franchise. I think D'Amico Ryans sets the tone. But man, yesterday he was asked. I want you to answer this question. I want, okay. I want, to, I want to pretend All right. that... You're the head coach of the Houston Texans. I like this. Game. Okay, and I want you to I want you to answer this question mm-hmm. for me, because I was glad that he that he answered this the way that he did. Okay, this is when I know that D'Amico is really in hardo mode and he doesn't have time for foolishness. He was asked, mm-hmm. "How much of a difference does C.J. Stroud make a difference playing this time versus not playing versus the Cleveland Browns?" I heard this. I thought the same thing. Um, and I was like, please don't give this over 10 seconds. Yeah. Oh, it's funny because I had two words as my answer. that popped in my head. No bleep. You think? <laughs> Here's how D'Amico answered the you question. You think? Does C.J. Stroud make a difference playing for you instead of the ghost of Case Keenum? Yeah. Having C.J., having your starting quarterback always gives you a chance to win. Yeah. So we're excited to have him. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that was a good answer. But I, I, I would have been a lot more of a You should have gave it like 40 seconds. I would have been a lot more of a, a smart ass. It yeah. means everything. Yeah, here it is right here. I just looked it up again. Uh, Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt had 36 yards rushing in that game against 36. The secondary, that is where your motivation comes in. We know about Amari, but they, they had a bunch of guys catching balls. Yeah, and Joku. Look out for him. Yeah. Look out for him. Goodness gracious. Elijah Moore dude. had a couple. Ask for him. Jordan Akins had a couple. Ah. Scrub. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta friend say, of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. I love you, Jordan. I love you. Friend of the show. I love you, Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Even though he's like 30 now. Hey, he caught that ball the last game yeah, of the, he did. the season of last I think, year. I think he's yeah. like I think he's like three years younger than Joe Flacco. 
Yeah, because he did, didn't he do baseball or something? It was 26 when they drafted that. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's it's like eight <laughs> years, but yeah. don't don't uh, stop me from uh, exaggerating. Uh, John McClain going to join us uh, at 11. He is going to come with a uh, fresh Benjamin Franklin for me because we bet on the Jags winning the division. I, I took the field. He took Jacksonville. Yeah, that was a good bet. Now, I'm not... I'm bringing that up for a reason because I'm looking at what's going on in this division. And by the way, confession, I'm going to confess this, Figgy. I'm just going to confess this. And and I, I, I might get called a hypocrite. I'm, I don't know what I'll get called by Lopez. I, but but we're vulnerable with each other. We'll, we'll tell each other what happened. I'm just going to confess this real quick. I made two phone calls yesterday. You did? I made two phone calls yesterday. Mm-hmm. I made one mm-hmm. to Academy Sports and Outdoors on Bunker Hill, and I asked them if they had the AFC South Texans division <laughs> caps. They said no. So I then hung up my phone. I checked out my Mo City Mall at the Lids locker room shop, and mm-hmm. I asked them if they had the AFC South division caps. Their answer was no. So my confession is, I was, I'm thinking about getting me an AFC South division cap. First of all, it's a good-looking hat. Second of all, I think it's kind of symbolic. I think it's kind of that first step. I think this is kind of one that I want. I, now, it's it was an abrupt surprise. Yeah. So, I, I'm that sure it's, it's harder to get out. It's harder to get out on the streets. But I've, I've yet to find the AFC South division cap. Well, you, you remember when every interception had a story? Yes. Every division title has a story. Uh, it's true. Every interception really has a And I actually thought, and I actually, I honestly think Brock Osweiler doesn't get enough credit for that because he was right. It was weird. No, no, it was him. No, it was him. It was him. And every, all all of his interceptions had a story. You suck. (laughs) But like when it comes to competent quarterbacks, he is right. Like there are different situations for it. Like Joe Flacco threw an interception the last time the Texans faced the Browns. Well, he was having to toss it up in the end zone at the end of the first half. It was half. a Hail Mary. Well, much. because they didn't have a kicker. Yeah. So he had to force it. So, yeah, you look in the stats and it's that interception. So, but there is a story to it. No. But the, I'll put it this way. Brock Osweiler's interceptions didn't have stories. The story with his was, you suck. Yeah. But but I I I think that that was that quote is not as bad as we give it credit, as, it, as we talk it, about it. In a macro sense, uh, yes, man, I sounded like uh, uh, Mike Meltzer there. But <laughs> here's the thing. Like, the 2011 division championship, there were lines at Academy to get those, to get those that gear. Uh, as opposed to Bill O'Brien's, you know, three or four or whatever he had. Uh, who cared? Because they had higher expectations by then, and they had uh, uh, different goals, so it was no big deal. Those were the division tiles. I'll say division, if you're hanging yeah. your hat on it, it's for losers. Yes. This story is different because it's new again. Yes. Well, here's, here's the reason I bring this up. And I promise I have a point. All right. No, 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 no. It's it, it's all good, man. We're living. We're thriving. <laughs> it's a great time around here. This is awesome. Um, so here's my here's my thing. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. They fired their entire defensive staff yesterday. They have fall guys in Jacksonville now. For a long time, the Texans had fall guys. Like Bill O'Brien would get rid of offensive coordinators. Oh, yeah. Bill Line O'Brien coaches. would get rid of, you know, it was it was always like there was always like a fall guy. Yeah. And it was usually to overcompensate for stupidity that took place within your organization or because 
the ownership really just didn't want to do what they needed to do, which was move on from the king. It was Bill O'Brien kicking the can down the road. Remember, remember when I all said that? Jacksonville is the Texans right now. That, like Jacksonville yeah. is a poor man's version of the Bill O'Brien Texans, and not even like like the, the not even the early Bob Texans. They are the peak. They are a poor man's version in Jacksonville of the the Sean Watson peak. And, and Trevor Lawrence ain't Deshaun Watson. Let's make that I, clear. No, I know that. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about the Deshaun that's, Bill O'Brien. That's why I'm saying Texans. they are a poor man's version of that. And meanwhile, the Houston Texans, you'll hear what happened to C.J. Stroud on the national stage. This is crazy. This is this is insane. C.J. Stroud has replaced Michael Jordan. What? He has replaced Michael Jordan. I'll tell you why at 1035. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Okay. He has replaced. Like, we heard Deshaun compared to Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud has replaced Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's happened. Okay, I'm here for it. And I'm going to convince you that and all the loopholes. Shout out to the loopholes if you listen, you are one. But they are they are right now, Jacksonville is a poor man's version of Bill O'Brien's Houston Texans. And they're they're trying to overcompensate for in- incompetence. And that's that's a losing battle. So this this division title could mark the beginning of some dominance. Who knows what happens in Indianapolis, Tennessee? They're very early on in a rebuild uh, right now, and they, they they got the right coach. They're not going to have. I, I don't think they're going to have David Coley or Lovey Smith coming in. So they got they got the right coach for now. But this division, like this is this is not just about winning a division. This this year is about taking the division by the coconuts. It's a stranglehold. It's your division right now. Yeah, yeah. Put a stranglehold on the division. The thing about Doug Peterson, he's he's. I mean, we've he's seen, washed. We've seen this story so many times. He is kicking the can down the he's road. He's cooked. I got to do something for self-preservation. I'll fire the defensive staff. And here's the other thing. You know? Here's the other thing. Like, you're talking about the defensive staff. Hey, morons. How about drafting Aiden Hutchinson instead of Walker? Your defense would be fine. Exactly. You would be okay. By the way, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. If we're being honest, <laughs> if they took Aiden Hutchinson, we wouldn't be talking about a division title. Yeah. You talk, about, you talk about mistakes. You talk about all that. Like, and, and we can nitpick all this this Casario stuff. The forty minute man was on this morning with mm-hmm. uh, Sean and Seth. Mm-hmm. We we can uh, we can nitpick Nick Casario, that. Texans GM, joining us on the show. Nick, you okay on time right now? We can nitpick that, but that that draft pick right there completely prevented Jacksonville from doing what it appears the Texans have done right now, which is grab the AFC South by the balls. It changed the direction of the division, hundred percent. And yeah. God bless the Jags for. That John McClain joining us at 11. CJ Stroud has taken over for Michael Jordan. Tell you why at 1035. But coming up next, let's talk about the state of CJ Stroud's weapons and how perhaps his biggest weapon of all could be on the way out. That's next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Peggy, let's hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous, it makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 16. Sports Radio 16. <laughs> All right, so C.J. Stroud's weapons. I, I think, look, I'm not trying to minimize what Nico Collins did. They needed every bit of that 195 that he gave you, and they needed every damn catch, and they needed everything that he had to offer. We agree on that. We're moving forward, though. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be good enough what they how they played against the Colts against the Browns. We can talk about this being a winnable game, but it's not going to be good enough against Denzel Ward and a bunch of underrated dudes in that secondary, a defense and a front seven that is perhaps maybe not even perhaps, but is, but is better than a Colts front seven. That is really, really good. They are going to have to elevate their play this week, specifically when it comes to CJ Stroud's weapons. Now, step one of that is we look to the injury report that's going to be released during this show, mm-hmm. and we look at the names Noah Brown, and we look at the names Robert Woods, and we wonder, could either one or both of these guys return? Robert Woods was on the field working out before the game, so I think there's a decent chance that that happens. Noah Brown, I don't know. He's got a hurt back. No. He's already missed seven games. I, I, all bets are off there. But I want to focus on this because we'll, we'll get to, when, when the injury report comes out, we'll get to that. But I want to ask you this. Is there any chance in hell mm-hmm. that any of these guys not name Robert Woods or Noah Brown and, and and not including the tight ends? Is Do you have any confidence that any of these other receivers not named Nico Collins can step up and provide the team with more than two combined catches for 11 yards in a game in which they're going to need every effing bit of that? No, that ship has sailed. Uh, I don't mean to be harsh. And let, let me be very clear about something that I thought was, and, and you agreed, you, you thought the same thing, was really, really important. The Texans can win this game because of C.J. Stroud, period. Like, like we, we know that. But in terms of, uh, like, like the, the path to that win and how difficult it, it would have to be, how great it would have to be, it changes dramatically uh, if you're relying on John Mechie and Xavier Hutchinson. I like these guys. I feel like Hutchinson's close. I feel well, like he's Hutchinson's been close. I feel like Hutchinson can play his way into being a productive piece, but as far as you need this guy to step up and make a play, you there, can't count there's, on there's, it. There's, no, you can't. You, yeah. you can't count on it. I, I still think there could there could be something there, but 
as far as just overall confidence, I I, I lack it. Yeah, look, I lack that's it. what I'm saying. Like, yes, C.J. Stroud is the ultimate X factor. That said, how to, to make it that difficult on him is asking a lot. So you can't count on Mechie and Hutchinson, in my opinion. You think there might be something with Hutchinson? I don't think that's crazy, but he it's hell. This is we're going into week 19, you know. So you can't count on it. Here's the other part that I think is crucial. If if Noah Brown and or uh, Robert Woods can't play on Saturday. I don't know what Nico, which Nico Collins to expect. Yeah, I mean he's gonna have Denzel Ward on him. Yeah, well, not only that. I mean that's a pretty good. That's. Yeah. I mean that's a top five corner. In they my got opinion. three corners. Yeah. That's probably yeah. top fifteen, yeah. top twenty. Yeah, oh, they, well, he had one ninety. What, what did he have? He had one ninety five. One ninety five. That was great. No, no, but D'Amico himself said it's not going to be good enough. So other guys are gonna have to step up. It's happened. It, it can come in the form of the run game. It can come in the form of the tight ends, but. They're going. They're going to. They're going to need that. Well, you know, and I mentioned this yesterday as well. Somebody, several people, but one in particular said, "Hey, John, do you think Nico Collins is a number one receiver now?" No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I think no. he's a really good. one. It was a hell of a game. No, I don't think they have Justin <laughs> Jefferson, Tyree Kill, or anything like that. I think he's really good. I think for Demi, I think for C.J. Stroud, he's great. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I like. I I think that he is in the Brandon Ayuk. San Francisco 49ers type of category. And and I, I think you would say he's their number one, but he's not a number one. And that's nothing. There's nothing awesome. wrong with that. There's nothing no, wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with that. He's great. But but the reason the reason we're even bringing this up is because you you just you've you've got to look at what the Colts were and 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 what that secondary was. That was that was their weak spot. Yeah. Do could, would I be shocked if Nico comes out and has a tw- 120 yards? No, I mean I I could see Nico Collins making plays. He's done it all year, but we've also seen times where he's kind of disappeared. And and the, well, the thing about that is, this is like this is, this is the opposite of that Colts secondary. This is as good as it gets. Nico Collins. We need other people to step up. This is a mind-boggling stat to me. He's had four games of 146 yards receiving or more. He's had five with less than 40. Think about that. Four games over 146, five under 40. That's not a number one wide receiver. That's a hell of a weapon that can be hot and cold. And yes, it's in him. You know the old golf shot thing that you were giving me a hard time about last last week. But he's all. It's also in him to face Denzel Ward and this secondary with with C.J. Stroud presumably under more pressure than before because Miles Garrett is better and that that defense was giving him pressure. It's very much in play that he has. He's leaning toward forty more than one forty six. The question is, how yeah. do you overcome this? Like, yeah. how do you overcome this? D'Amico Ryan's has to take the blueprint that was laid out a few weeks ago uh, of what it looks like when his defense gets beat down. He's got to maximize that. They got to find ways to to get creative. Bobby Slowick's got to figure something out. We'll talk about Bobby Slowick in a second, but yeah, it's it's going to be much more difficult this week against a, a Browns team. I don't think we're breaking news to you, Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig, with you here on Houston Sports Leader Sports Radio six ten. So Bobby Slowick uh, has already been interview or uh, interview requests for Bobby Slowick uh, for head coaching vacancies. We already have two of them. And we're one day into the process. Both Carolina and Washington uh, have submitted requests to interview Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick, who happens to be meeting with the media today. So we will actually hear uh, either today or tomorrow what old Bobby has to say. Spoiler alert, I'm just focused on this game. Obviously, coaching yeah. opportunities, yada, yada, yada. Going to pull that Jim uh, Harbaugh thing <laughs> out, of the, out of the bag. 
I, I we know we knew this was coming. Uh, I, I said it Friday. You know, if if, the, if he has a good another good showing against the Colts, he's going to be at minimum interviewed. I don't know what's in his mind. I know Carolina's probably pushed aside, mm-hmm. but Washington is an attractive job. Washington is a very. I just feel like they're going to go bigger. Attract. I well, exactly. Yeah, you, I got, mean, you got Magic Johnson. You got uh, this this Bob Myers. Like I don't think I don't see Bob Myers coming in and saying, "Yeah, let's hire Bobby Slowick." Yes, but, but I like Bobby. But I mean, he's getting an interview. Yeah, yeah, he's getting. So an he's getting an interview, sure. so yeah. it's in play. But here's the thing, um, you know, he's coached at Washington before. He has. His father has coached at Washington before. The guy they just hired from San Francisco, he knows quite well, and I forgive me for forgetting his name. He's like this assistant GM in uh, in San Francisco. They have a ton, I think the most in the NFL cap space coming in, and they have the number two overall draft pick. And look what he did with this number two overall draft pick. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. I, I, yeah. I just don't. I don't see Washington hiring Bobby Sloan. If they did, okay, good. Like this is a good thing. Like to have your assistance in demand, this is a good thing, and it's one of the challenges that you have when you're running a good organization. And you look at. Um, Philadelphia right now, I think they're kind of struggling to replace their coordinators. You mm-hmm. go to the Super Bowl and you lose your defensive and offensive coordinator. It seems like they're kind of struggling. That's success. That's the price of victory. Now, San Francisco's done a good job. Like, mm-hmm. San Francisco hasn't missed a beat. Like, Kyle Shanahan, Robert Sala, bye. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, bye. Uh, Mike McDaniel, bye. Like, it, he's he's kind of figured it out. So, it's a good challenge to have. It's it's actually pretty cool that you're one year into uh, hiring a new offensive coordinator and he's getting head coach interviews. So yeah, it's it's an issue. I I do not anticipate Bobby Slowick uh, getting a head coaching job at this time. My question is this: If Slowick leaves, and I don't want to put you in a weird spot, like it's the natural transition is Gerard Johnson calls plays, right? one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I had someone ask me yesterday, "Do you think that there's a chance that Gerard and Bobby leave?" And I said, "I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to speak for him. You're damn sure a lot closer to him than I am. But you don't. You don't ask him any information. The only way I could see Gerard leaving, like, and and again, I could be speaking out of place. You 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 tell me. I, he is not going to go with Bobby Slowick to call plays if Bobby Slowick gets one of these jobs. I just don't see that happening. I, it would make more you sense mean like to say the here. offensive coordinator. At yes, Washington? yes. No, that's not going to happen. And the other thing I think, like if if you ask me, like a path for Gerard Johnson potentially leaving, I would say, and I don't even know if this would happen, but but he knows Nick Sirianni. Like, let's say that the Eagles need a fall guy, and uh, they need to find a new offensive coordinator. It seems I know he worked with Sirianni in Indianapolis, and. He, I think he knows Jalen Hurts a little bit. Who Gerard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that would be the only job. But I, I don't think I, I think Gerard. I don't think Gerard Johnson's like going to take some chicken crap offensive coordinator job. I think I think I think the the writing is on the wall for Gerard Johnson to where I think he can be somewhat selective. There are a few quarterback coaches that have that much respect and have had this much early success. Well, let me put it this way, and I gotta, I, I yeah, gotta, I, 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 I've got. I'm this, not trying to put you in a weird well, spot. Well, I, I gotta put this delicately because I'm gonna. What I'm gonna tell you is something that a lot of people know, not just me. Okay. All right. Um, because and for those who don't listen to our show all the time, you should. Uh, you should become a loophole. But I made this promise to Gerard when he got the starting position at Texas A&M as a quarterback. Yeah. I will never ask you anything about anything. Yeah. I refuse. I'm too close to him. 
Um, I refuse to to put him in that spot. I just don't do that. Yeah. But I know a lot because I know a lot of people around Gerard yeah. and in football and in this organization. So let me. I say all that. He just seems like the natural like fit. Like if you talk like disaster, if you told me Bobby Slowick is leaving and Gerard Johnson's calling plays, I would say okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll put straight. I'll put it this way. Who was the first person that C.J. Stroud went to hug after the game on on Saturday? It was Gerard Johnson. They were crying together. They're not going to hire another offensive coordinator other than Gerard. For sure. So his offense. If Bobby leaves, it's yes, his job. It's his job yeah. here. Yes. Like we and and then, and eventually Bobby's going to leave. Here's something else that a lot of people uh, know, not just me. D'Amico Ryan's had no connection to Gerard Johnson when he hired him. Gerard blew him blew blew it out, uh, knocked it out of the park. His interview with D'Amico. They had m- mutual acquaintances, but not a, a direct acquaintance. And then here's the last thing that that's uh, again a lot of people know. This is home, man. Yeah, like this is for him and wifey. I think is, that's the big for that's him, the big for him, reason for him and wifey. <laughs> we <laughs> always look at oh get this opportunity over there, but this is home. Hey, man. this is hey, home. Would you rather this, stay home and man. work in the same position Brother, or think, go somewhere else? I, I, and work I've the same seen Gerard's position. wife. I, I, I don't I don't think she wants to go freeze her ass off in Minnesota for a year and then <laughs> go to Indianapolis and come Been to there, Houston and all of a sudden let's go. Yeah, she was she was with him in Minneapolis and Indianapolis, and that's that's the thing. Like it's. There, there's a lot of times where, like, David Culley, like, if David Culley gets offered a job, yeah, you got to take it because it's one of 32. But if you're already one of the most respected guys, you have a young quarterback that you're working with, it's very clear that eventually the the, yeah. the guy above you is going to go, and then you get that job, and then you're kind of ready to go. I just I don't I don't think that he would be in a hurry. It would make sense. And for then him. Uh, two more little things, real quick. Uh, I think if you're betting futures on an NFL head coach. Bet on Gerard Johnson. Oh, no doubt. Bet that's that's the Johnson. other thing about it. Why it's just like you don't you don't want to go. Yeah, you don't want to just be going, for, going, yeah. going, going, going. Yeah, you're yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's a, that's a hell, I mean that's an easy bet. Yeah. That's a very easy bet. Coming up, a shameful display in Cleveland. Man, this hurt. Man, this really. I don't like that city on city crap. But but we this has to be acknowledged. I and, and this guy should know better. We'll get into that. Plus, how C.J. Stroud has already replaced Michael Jordan, and I'm not exaggerating. That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. All right, so we will uh, we will get to this shameful display. This, this is going to hurt me. This is really going to hurt me that I have to get to this. Uh, what's going on in Cleveland? Man, uh, 
I don't even know if I want to do this. I feel this. like it's not going to hurt you all that much. I, it is going to hurt me. We'll, we'll get <laughs> to it in a sec. <laughs> yeah, he'll be all right. I think he'll be all right. But first, I want to talk about how C.J. Stroud has replaced Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'm um, here for that, too. He has replaced Michael Jordan. Once upon a time, Dabo Sweeney was comparing the Texans quarterback, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback, by the way, if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, he could, was comparing him town this weekend. to Michael Jordan. Uh, and it... it didn't it, it, it didn't travel well. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. That way, it didn't travel well. But now C.J. Stroud has replaced Michael Jordan as like the popular topic on sports talk shows, specifically the ESPN hot take shows uh, and some of the most popular podcasts. The MJ or LeBron has now turned into C.J. or everyone else. Here was Stephen A. talking about it yesterday, right down the street, by the way, right there at NRG. Uh, on the Pat McAfee show. Well, the Houston Texans, I love Stroud, but a rookie is not going to derail the Baltimore Ravens on the road in Baltimore if it came down to that. Mm. I cannot see that happening. Ask the question on first take, what quarterbacks would I take ahead of C.J. Stroud right now? Oh, short list. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. I like that. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe Allen because of what we've seen him do in the postseason in the past. Mm. That's it. Can you legitimately say... You can look at any quarterback any uh, anywhere else in the league and definitively say you would take them After- over C.J. Stroud. I'll say this. I, I wouldn't take Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, and, and I'm just saying this right now. This is a fluid process. Like, if you told me that it was just a, to borrow for the playoffs, yeah, I would. But if you're, t- if you're factoring in contract and you're factoring in right. – what you're seeing, like, initially, I, I wouldn't trade C.J. Stroud. If, if if the Chiefs called and said, we'll give you Mahomes straight up for Stroud, I would say no. Just because he's on his rookie contract and, and you're going to be able to build around him. When, when, with Mahomes and Jackson, and that's why this is such a crucial time for, for Nick Casario, I, I wouldn't, like, with contract factored in, I wouldn't trade C.J. Stroud for either one of those guys. I'm sorry, I wouldn't. With contract Does that mean I think he's better? No. With contract factored in, you wouldn't trade C.J. Stroud for anyone. No. Any, anyone. No. Because... I mentioned the, the 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 cap space that Washington has in the last segment. The Texans are third. Yeah, they have seventy four million. Yeah, and and that's and they they can use that however they want because he's on his rookie contract. And by the way, if you're talking about just like this season, that's what that's how I interpreted what he's saying. Like, yeah, well, just like, this, like this season. Oh, just this season. I think he's it's a right. good list. Yeah, I think it's a good list. Uh, I think he's right. Yeah. yeah, it's a good list. Yeah, for sure. This I, season, I take CJ over Tua. Of course. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's insulting. Don't even, don't even well, bring him. Don't, don't even bring him in. It's the room. not insulting. Dude, get your ass out of the room. <laughs> the guy was in the MVP. Go to the kiddie pool. Go to the kiddie pool. We're talking. The, 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 we're talking about the big boys. Right I mean, the now. list is Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. Tua. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Pardon my take. Had this discussion too. Uh, pardon my take. Barstool podcast. They had this discussion as well. And, and here was here was their verdict as uh, C.J. Stroud has. Replace Michael Jordan as the hot button debate, embrace debate topic. If you had someone watch their first game of football and they watch CJ Stroud, they would immediately be like, that quarterback is elite. The calm and poise he has in the pocket and the throws, crazy throws, and he's just awesome to watch. How many teams would say no if you called him up and was like, CJ Stroud for your quarterback? Uh, the Bills, the Chiefs. I think it's four. I think the it's Bengals. The Bengals. And the Ravens. Ravens. I think that's it. I think every other team would probably say yes. Yeah. Especially given his contract. First what year. about the Eagles? They they were in the Super Bowl last year. The Eagles would 100% take CJ Stroud. What other team would say no to CJ Stroud? I think the Eagles might say no to him. Like, is there any other team that would say no to CJ Stroud? CJ Stroud straight up for your quarterback. Ma- I think there's four guys. Maybe the, maybe the Cowboys, because I could see Jerry Jones being like, I found that guy. 
guy. And he would I, be, I took a flyer on him. He's my guy. And he would be an idiot. I mean, this is <laughs> CJ Stroud is like in one year has gotten into this territory where it's like this is this is a guy that is just he is that dude and he is just like a surefire slam dunk guy. All right. There you go. Embrace debate. Uh, the the fact that this is the discussion, yeah, it's wild. Is incredible. It's wild. Yeah, it's really really wild. So it's amazing how how things sometimes uh, work out that way. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. So I'm not into the whole city on city crap. I I think it's whack. I've never really yeah. partook in it. I think it's sometimes it's just manufactured, like the simulcast. Hey, we're gonna have the guys in yeah, Cleveland yeah, on right now. You, you we're gonna how, tell you why Cleveland sucks. We hate that. You know how I feel about that. it's awful. It's awful. And furthermore, I think Cleveland's one of the most underrated cities uh, in the country. I've I've I lived there for a short time. I think the downtown is brilliant. I think the fans are awesome. I think it's one of the best sports towns uh, in the country. Figgy, I know how you feel about it. Yeah, man, I agree with you. With that said, this has to be addressed because when when you're facing a team you try to get a grasp of what other media types are saying in that city you try to get a pulse of things and for me the show of record in Cleveland for me personally because I I know the guys I worked with the guys a little bit is Ken Carmen and Anthony Lima the Ken Carmen show with yeah. with Anthony Lima I decided I was going to listen in yesterday and just mm-hmm. see what was going on and I am really disappointed in Ken Carmen. And they actually made this a clip on Odyssey Sports, which I thought was hilarious. But the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs. You can tell that they're excited. They're excited about everything in Cleveland. Yeah. And this is how Ken Carmen, I think he won a Marconi last year. Like mm-hmm. this is like one of the top TV guys. This is one of the top radio guys. He does he does the show with Anthony, who's up there as well. This is how Ken Carmen in Cleveland started his show yesterday, and we made a clip out of it on Odyssey Sports, and yeah. I think it is ridiculous. Not down, but not as excited as I thought they would be for a postseason game. And it's kind of, well, we're just kind of enjoying the day, and that's it. What are you basing it on that you don't think people are fired <laughs> just up? Just not seeing it, not not feeling it on the phone, not getting anything here. On my phone, I mean, my phone's usually lighting up during all the, I, I started off the day with Super Bowl, Super Browns, and people are just seeming to roll out of bed and having themselves a nice cup of coffee like it's July. That's where we're at right now, and I don't like it. I'm not. I'm not doing this for show. I'm doing this okay. for feel. I say the truth. I say how I feel about it, and okay. I don't feel <laughs> like people are locked in the way they should be right now. Maybe okay. that's going to change. We got another three hours in the show. Maybe, I don't like what I'm getting. Maybe that's going to change. We got another three hours in the show, man. Let, this this has to be a straw man, and and I I'm disappointed in Ken because I think I, I think more highly of Ken now. I I think he should be above. And, and this is what this comes across to me, because I, there is no chance that Cleveland is not fired up for this game. No chance. Zero. There's no chance. First of all, it's Cleveland. Yeah, it's Cleveland. Yeah. It's the Browns. Like, it's a Browns town. Like, we all know this. I, I feel like my boy Ken Carmen. And again, I'm not into this city-on-city city stuff, but I feel like my boy Ken Carmen should be above. Hey. Let's go to the calls. Are you fired up for the Browns? <laughs> let's go to Timbo in Maple Heights. Timbo, I'm not <laughs> feeling like anyone's fired up. Yeah, Ken, I'm fired up for the Browns game. I'm fired up. All right, that's what I'm talking about, Kimbo. Let's go to Timothy out there in Berea. Berea. Timothy, what's up? Yeah, I'm fired up, Ken. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm talking about. I feel like Ken came in unprepared. 
He's calling out the fans. I feel like with with, with all that they've been through up there at 92.3 The Fan, I feel like Ken Carmen, Marconi winner, show of record, top radio host, probably going to be in the Cleveland Broadcast Hall of Fame. I feel like he's letting down Cleveland because there's no way that those fans and that fan base are not prepared. I feel like he wasn't prepared, and he was just desperately calling for calls so that he could hack it up and sit there and say, Hey, are you fired up for the game? What was the goal? Tighten up, what? Ken. It's playoff time. I wonder what the goal was of saying, I'm not feeling it. I mean, you, you, come on. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, trying Where are my to get phones at? Where are I, my phones at? Yeah, I don't know. Man, I don't... I, I'm, I'm disappointed. There in are other radio stations in Cleveland, like trying, like searching flights, cheap flights, so we can all go down to Houston. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come man, on. Man, my phone been lighting up. Yeah. Do you think this was yeah. a straw man? Do you yeah, think this was a straw man? One hundred percent. You say your phone's been lighting up. My phone been lighting up. So you think they they, been you up think up this there. was just a straw man trying to get people yes. to call in and say they're excited? Yes. Come Shoot, on, people was excited about Flacco alone. Ken, yeah, I, exactly. Ken, I, I know Ken has like seventy five jobs now and he works hard, but come on, man, this isn't hard. You don't you don't you don't have to have people calling in saying, "Yeah, I'm excited for the game." Well, it kind of sounds like something we do every Friday. <laughs> kinda, kinda does. Uh. Oh no. This sounds like a slime ball nomination. Slime. Okay, so he's nominated for the slime. By off. extension, yeah, he's got to be nominated for the slime off for taking the, the the start of a show in a playoff week for the Browns to basically beg for people to say that they're excited when we already know they're excited. So Ken Carmen, all love. I'll be happy for uh, the Browns if they get the dub, but goodness gracious, you are nominated for the slime off. Coming up next, John McClain joins the show. The general is in the building. Playoff time is upon us. The weekly John McClain visit playoff style. Who saw that coming next? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 